0: This is the MLW Radio Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. From the that. mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared the room. Shared the room. We really? Shared the room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we something. go way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Bro-cast. Bro-cast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. What do we do? We spell it with a k so you take it easy everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years but when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting one thing is still guaranteed the shining wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news interviews with the greatest guests and of course tons of laughs and discussing the world of wrestling the show is still available on monday nights at 7 p.m east on RantimRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app, and it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry then look for anything here, OTCR Headquarters. You catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and wherever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest last week of wrestling, After Darks, Under boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Area, coming soon. So if you like what you see, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us the tune. You know, you will not regret it. Black out. Welcome to another episode of the Freeland Five brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, April the 6th, 2022. Hope everybody's having a great Wednesday. So many things are happening in the world of wrestling today. The Freeland Five scours social media and all of the wrestling websites to bring you the biggest headlines that are in the world of professional wrestling at this hour. So let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Wrestling Inc. is reporting at this hour. WWE Hall of Famer Sonny is involved in a fatal three-way car crash, and there could be some criminal charges possible. Mark Middleton is writing at this hour. Sonny also known as Tammy Sitch, has been involved in yet another car accident. Police are saying that Sitch failed to stop around 8.28 p.m. while driving southbound on US 1, just north of Granada Boulevard, Friday night, when she crashed into a stopped vehicle. That vehicle then crashed into a vehicle in front of it. Now, the driver of the vehicle, hit by Sitch, identified as Julian LaFrancis of Daytona Beach Shores, was transported to Halifax Health Medical Center, where she was then pronounced dead. So many people right now are commenting on social media regarding this. It's such a tragic situation. Now, the driver and passenger in the third vehicle only suffered injuries, but were not transported to the hospital. Ormond Beach police have requested and expediting a timeframe in the processing of Stinch's samples. Now, the results may be made available once the department receives all of them, and criminal charges may be filed. Stinch has not publicly commented on the accident as of this, but she did did make a tweet the same day the crash. While the crash happened at 8.30 p.m., Twitter shows that she posted a tweet at 2.33 p.m. She wrote, and I quote, Well, assholes, since my first name has been toward the top of the kill list in the past 20 years, I'm still fucking alive. Not really sure what is perpetuating some of those comments, but she was involved in a multiple car accident. More details will be forthcoming. Continue to follow Wrestling Inc. and Mark Middleton. He will be giving you all the updates on this. Also coming in on this hour, Nash Carter has been released by WWE. Eric Mutter is writing in on this hour. Nash Carter has gone from WWE. Now on Twitter this afternoon, there was speculation of whether or not Nash Carter would be remaining with the company or not, but Fightful's Sean Rossap confirmed that he had been told that Carter had been released from WWE. Sean Rossap tweeted out at 3.37pm, I can now confirm this information. Now Nash Carter reported release comes after several allegations of abuse from his wife, Impact Wrestling star and former Shakara Grand Champion Kimberly. Over the past week, Kimberly has alleged Carter physically and emotionally abused her and has accused him of holding anti-LBGTQ views. Lee also posted a photo of Carter doing what appeared to be a Nazi salute while sporting a mustache similar to Adolf Hitler. Now, it should be noted that Lee initially made allegations against Carter in late March before deleting them from social media. She also noted that the couple was working out their issues before reissuing Her allegations this past week and saying that they were officially done for good. Now, as of right now, Carter hasn't commented on Kimberly's allegations. All right. The Rock debuts the new XFL logo and what his vision is going to be for the league. Wrestling Inc. Robert Grunier is reporting at this hour. Exciting news for the actor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He posted a new video on social media early today, giving all the details about what the XFL is going to be. He also provides the mission statement from the company going forward. Johnson said, I'm pumped to reveal our new XFL logo as we build our organization and shape one of our kind. Hungry XFL culture, Dwayne writes from his Twitter account. X represents the intersection of dreams and opportunity for all the XFL players, coaches, fans, and brings you the dreams. We will always be providing opportunities. Now the video included the Rocks tweet shows several clips of XFL games of the past and promises football fans that the revamp product will offer something unique to viewers. If you're interested in this you can read more of this article that is posted on Wrestling Inc. And this is from Robert Grunier at this hour. So excited to see what's going to be happening with the XFL, specifically when it uh, it comes to what The Rock's vision of it is going to be. But I think it's going to be in good hands for many years to come. And I wish nothing but the best for the XFL. All right, coming in at this hour, Mark Middleton's writing, Gabe Spakulski's WWE non-compete expires and updates on his future. Mark Middleton is writing in at this hour. Longtime pro wrestling booker, promoter, and consultant Gabe Sapolsky is officially a free agent as of today. After 28 years in the business, Sapolsky was released from his NXT contract back on January 6th, along with the other behind-the-scenes workers from WWE Developmental. He took to Instagram today to announce that he is a free agent and his 90-day non-compete has officially expired. Sapolsky revealed that he's... Non wrestling interests in the last three months, and he will not be pursuing any wrestling-related jobs right now. Sabolski did list several other wrestling interests he may have, but right now he's focusing on other things. So, very, very interesting on Gabe Sapolsky. Those of you who may or may not be super familiar with him, he has done just about everything in the world of wrestling. I think, in my opinion, that if he were to come back to wrestling, I think it would be great to see him in something like a part of a Ring of Honor, um, or an AEW, or maybe even an Impact Wrestling. So Gabe Sapolsky, free agent, excited to see what's next for him. Wish him nothing but the best. All right, moving on. Matthew Wilkinson is reporting at this hour. WWE superstar Corey Graves recently spoke with Wrestling Inc. Managing Editor Nick Hausman at WrestleMania's 38 Media Row. About Pat McAfee's accent. Uh, McAfee grew up within a few miles of graves in the Pittsburgh area. And while Pat pushes his accent, Corey actually learned to unlearn it when he was younger. If you close your eyes, you, me, Pat, and his brothers, we all got that deep Pittsburgh accent. So it's funny to me. I laugh about it all the time. He said, how's McAfee in the broadcasting? He's really getting it done. When I first started doing commentary, the first thing I was trying to do was how to unlearn that Pittsburgh accent. Graves right now is trying to make a WWE in-ring return as far as his wrestling career after he was sidelined with injuries and joined the broadcast team. Right now, Graves is looking to, once again, try to relive the dream that once eluded him. All right, let's go ahead and let's move on to more news from Wrestling Inc. at this time. Liam Crowley is writing in at this hour. Nick Khan teases WWE has big plans for Roman Reigns in Hollywood. Since The Rock made his transition from professional wrestling to Hollywood, WWE has seen no shortage of stars leap into major motion pictures. Fellow WWE champions like Dave Bautista, John Cena, have flexed their acting muscles in blockbuster franchises like Guardians of the Galaxy, The Peacemaker, as well. Now, with that path being so much smoother today than it was 20 years ago, more wrestlers are dipping their toes in the film industry. Speaking to the town, WWE President Nick Khan noted that the company sees undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns as the next main big guy to make that eventual leap. In a quote, Khan says, we think he's certainly up there, Khan said. We have big plans for him to cross over, which we think will be great for him and certainly going forward with the WWE. So, do you see Roman Reigns being a top Hollywood guy? I think that's a no-brainer, in my opinion. No-brainer. It's a slam dunk. I think he's going to do extremely well whenever he decides to go ahead and leave. But, I do also feel like Roman still has a lot of things he wants to accomplish, why he's in WWE, and I'm very excited to see what's next. For him. All right. Eric Mutter is also reporting at this hour. No, we can't go a day without talking about Cody Rhodes. And I guess that's basically what Cody wanted to be. Eric Mutter has written in Cody Rhodes comments on potential match against Roman Reigns. Recently returning to WWE, Cody Rhodes had a very, very Uh, impassioned promo he cut on Monday night telling the story of how his father had never won the world championship but that he was going to be the one that brings a world championship to the Rhodes family. Now in appearance on Wednesday's WWE The Bump returning WWE star Cody Rhodes was asked about several performers within the company. One of them was current WWE Undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns who Cody Rhodes praised from his rise from polarizing hero to WWE superstar. Rhodes would love to have an opportunity to work with Roman Reigns. Time and place are just depending on when their paths will cross. So I am hoping that Cody definitely gets a chance to work with Roman. What are your thoughts on this? Do you feel like Cody Rhodes is the guy that would be able to dethrone someone like a Roman Reigns? Do you think people are too pie in the sky about Cody Rhodes right now? Love to know what your thoughts are. Hit me up on social media. I am at M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D Mike Freeland. Don't give me two E's. Just give me one. All right, so, so many things that are going on right now. So many articles and so many great journalists that are out there. Once again, the one thing I want to tell you is these news stories are not mine. I credit not only the journalists who write them, but the websites as well. This is me bearing the biggest headlines. Please, by all means, if you love hearing what I'm saying, support these websites follow them on social media follow the journalists support them as well all right let's go ahead and let's talk about some other news that's happening at this hour this story is coming from wrestlingnews.co Seth Rollins he prefers WWE Raw to be two hours because a three hour show is just obnoxiously long this is coming from Angel Rodriguez WWE star Seth Rollins recently appeared on the SI Media podcast to talk about a variety of things related to his career in WWE now Rollins was asked about the WrestleMania going two nights. One of the reasons why WWE decided to go two nights is because of the feeling that a seven hour show was just too much for one fan to sit through. Rollins said, and I quote, well, the longer it got, the worse it was. And the one in question is the New York WrestleMania, which literally from pre-show to finale was like seven straight hours. And it was obnoxious. That was way too much wrestling. And mind you, my wife won the main event that night. They didn't go to the ring until after midnight. It's just asinine for the crowd to be sitting there. They were all tired. It caused such a catastrophe because the subways had shut down and no one could get back to where they were staying. It was such chaos because we were all out of MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands. And it was a whole lot of things going on at one time. It was just too much. I agree completely with what Seth is saying. You know, instead of making it one night that is incredibly long, make it two nights. But now both nights seem to be going very, very long. You know, I remember WrestleManias in the past where they would be two and a half or three hours. And that would be a WrestleMania. And it's become such a spectacle nowadays that things are becoming even more over the top, overproduced. I remember listening to a couple of fans on social media saying, how many packages, video packages, are they going to show? Because it's taken up so much time. I believe one listener actually contacted me and said that on one of the nights of WrestleMania, there was almost an hour's worth of just packages. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right, let's go ahead and let's move on to more headlines. NWA are you a big fan of the NWA and Billy Corgan well the Wrestling Observer has some news for you NWA power results are coming in right now Matt Cardona versus Tim Storm if Tim Storm defeated Cardona he would be the challenger for the NWA world title once again the show opened with highlights from the crockett cup with tim storm getting involved with matt cardona and then the aftermath with cardona issuing a challenge to storm now the show wasted no time with cardona and storm facing off nwa world champion matt cardona ended up defeating tim storm in a non-title match it was a quick match but it was a great one storm got out some good moves and some good spots and cardona had to cheat to win Very, very interesting storyline that they have here because before Matt Cardona actually came into NWA, Tim Storm was really the flag bearer for, for so long, and it's good to see that he's back in the mix right now. Rhett Titus defeated Darius Lockhart by DQ as well, and Trevor Murdoch defeated Garrison Creed in another great match in Tyrus Slam Challenge also happened on this show so many things that are happening right now with nwa power do you follow them on youtube let me know if you do love to know what your thoughts are on that if you're a big fan of the nwa all right, let's go ahead and let's move on. More headlines are coming in at this hour. Let's stick with the Wrestling Observer. Hammerstone versus Holiday. Title match to headline MLW Kings of Halsium. Let's go ahead and go with this one. World Championship grudge match will take place on May 13th. Tapings for MLW. It will be Alex Hammerstone versus Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday will be second to the ring by Alicia Atout. World Heavyweight Champion grudge match is going to go down at the next set of TV tapings. Alex Hammerstone, defending his MLW World Heavyweight Championship against Richard Holiday at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia on Friday, May the 13th. Hammerstone and Holiday were formerly the stablemates as part of the dynasty on an episode of MLW Fusion back in February. Now, Holiday returned against Hammerstone and got together with Alicia Atu. Then last October, Hammerstone became the MLW World Heavyweight Champion by defeating Jacob Fatu in a title-for-title match. Hammerstone vacated the MLW National Openweight Championship after winning the world title now hammerstone versus holiday is the first match that's been announced for this major set of tapings that they are going to be having here so so interesting are you an mlw fan are you a fan of some really great wrestling then i highly recommend that you check out mlw continue to support them this is an article written by joseph courier Of the Wrestling Observer. All right, moving on, as we have so many different things to get to today. NXT. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little NXT. This is coming in once again of Joseph Courier. WWE NXT video highlights Joe Gacy uh, kidnaps Rick Steiner. Yep. The kidnapping was revealed after Braun Breaker retained his title against Gunther. So let's talk a little bit about this. At Stand and Deliver, Fallout edition of NXT saw a big main event. A woman tag team, title change, and a kidnapping? A confrontation the opening segment of the show set up an NXT championship match for the main event that night. After Braun Breaker regained the NXT title from Dolph Ziggler on Raw, Gunther stepped up as Breaker's next challenger. Breaker retained the title by hitting a military press power slam on Gunther for the win. Breaker's father, who is WWE Hall of Famer Rick Steiner, then appeared on the video screen to congratulate his son, but it was revealed that Steiner had been kidnapped and imprisoned in a cage by Joe Gacy in harland earlier in the show gacy cut some promos about the importance of family gacy questioned what would happen if you weren't able to reach out to your family member and you started to lose control of your life this storyline is going to continue to play out on wwe nxt once again nxt is going to be coming to you tuesday nights on the usa network are you excited about the direction of nxt are you a fan of the 2.0 version of NXT? Love to know what your thoughts are on that. Hit me up on social media. I am at Mike, M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. All right, WrestlingNews.co has another great article coming in right now by Andrew Ravens. Eddie Kingston's segment announced for tonight's AEW Dynamite. Now, Eddie Kingston will have a live mic in his hands during Dynamite Tonight. During his appearance on the Busted Open radio show, AEW President Tony Khan announced that fans will hear from Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz. Now, if you recall last week, the three stars brawled with the Jericho Appreciation Society, which was Jericho, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager, and 2.0, and they left them lying as they were outnumbered. Here's the updated card for tonight's AEW Dynamite, which is going to be held in Boston. Sean Dean versus Sean Spears, Christian Cage versus Adam Cole, the Hardys versus the Butcher and the Blade in a Tables match. AAA and Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, FTR, takes on the Young Bucks. The Owen Hart Men's Tournament Qualifying Match will be Samoa Joe versus Max Caster. Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament Qualifying Match will be Hikaru Shida versus Julia Hart. So many things are going to be happening on this episode of Dynamite. Please don't miss that. That's going to be coming to you live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On TBS. Are you still a fan of AEW? Are you excited about what's going to be happening tonight on Dynamite? Love to hear what your thoughts are. Hit me up on social media. I am at Mike, M-I-K-E, F-R-E-L-A-N-D. All right. Andrew Ravens is reporting in at this hour. Tony Storm considered retiring from wrestling before she got the invite. And then eventually signed the contract with AEW. Tony Storm requested her release from WWE following a live event in Washington, D.C. in late December, which the company eventually granted to her. Now, after working her way through NXT UK and then NXT here in the United States, she was moved to the main roster in July for the SmackDown brand. Now, she had been involved in a program with SmackDown women's champion Charlotte Flair right before she decided she wanted to leave the company. Once her 90-day no-compete clause expired, Storm signed with AEW as she made her debut on last week's episode of AEW Dynamite, where she defeated the Bunny to qualify for the Owen Hart Women's Tournament. Now, during last the latest AEW Road to Storm commented on her in-ring return and noted that she planned actually on retiring before AEW called her. In a quote, she said, "Recently, I had planned to retire from professional wrestling, which is something I have never considered in my entire life. I've put my entire life into becoming the best professional wrestler I could be, and I lost that part of myself. And I thought I lost a lot of the feelings, and there was a lot of emptiness and sadness. I couldn't even begin to describe it. I traveled the entire world to be good at this, just." like Owen Hart did. AEW is home to the best women's division on the planet. I just qualified for the Owen Hart Women's Tournament, and for the first time ever, I can say I truly am at home. If you are a big Tony Storm fan, please go ahead and let me know on social media. It sounds like she's in a really good place right now. Wrestling is a real fickle industry to be in, because in a lot of ways, you know, you're on the road constantly, you are always away from your family, you are always in a new city, you're always in a new hotel, and that's hard. That can be very hard on some people, and some people have actually stated before that, you know what? Wrestling might not exactly be what I want anymore for the simple fact that it's the grind that usually works on people. And some people just really aren't up for that. And if it's not for you, sometimes people can lose their passion for it pretty quickly. All right, let's go ahead and let's keep the headlines rolling at this hour. So many different things coming in here. Uh, Another article coming in from Mark Middleton. He's writing at this hour from Wrestling Inc., WWE reportedly considered a big main roster call-up for the Imperium. WWE is reporting considering considering the Imperium for a move up from NXT 2.0 to the main roster. Now, this week's post-Stand and Deliver episode saw tension between Marcel and Fabian, which led to them walking out on the match against the Creed brothers. There wasn't a real follow up later on in the show. Barthel vented to Gunther about these recent actions, and Gunther told him they needed to get everything worked out together and on the same page so there's no more distractions before the main event against NXT champion Braun Breaker. In an update, a new report from Fightful Select notes that there have been recent talks of bringing Imperium up to one of the main roster shows. However, the pitch involved Gunther and Barthol being called up, so... Interesting to know what's going to happen there. NXT 2.0 is on the USA network each and every Tuesday night. Don't miss that. 8 PM Eastern standard time. Uh, Another great article at this hour coming in from Matthew Carlin's from wrestling Inc top independent promotion announces a partnership with new Japan wrestling strong. Now warrior wrestling is launching a new partnership with new Japan strong. The promotion will team up on a series of shows over the coming months. The Dojo Showcase matches will include the Warrior Cards in April, May, and June. Now, the matches with featured graduates of New Japan Pro Wrestling LA Dojo. Now, the first match in the Dojo Showcase series will be held on Warriors Show in South Bend, Indiana on Saturday, April 23rd. Carl Fredericks will face Clark Connors. A championship match is also announced for the Warrior Wrestling's 21 show on April 23rd as Will Ospreay is set to defend the Warrior Wrestling Championship against Blake Christian. Other schedules to appear on the Warrior Wrestling 21 card include AEW's Top Flight, Swerve Strickland and Brian Cage. Athena is also set to appear, along with Aramis, Casey Navarro, and Sam Adonis. A special appearance by Thunder Rosa is also scheduled to happen. Rosa has reportedly announced that she will be relinquishing her Warrior Wrestling Women's Championship at the show. She successfully defended it at the promotion's last show. The announcement came after Rosa won the AEW championship from Britt Baker on St. Patrick's Day Slam edition of AEW Dynamite. I can tell you right now from personal experience, Warrior Wrestling is an incredible promotion. I am so happy for them. I think that they are one of those platforms for independent wrestlers that gets them the notoriety, It gets them the exposure that they need. And I think that it's without a doubt one of the best places for anyone to go if they are looking for a great experience and to go ahead and get their feet wet and continue to succeed inside of wrestling. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk more wrestling. AEW's Tony Khan promises to go back to his Ruthless Roots for AEW Rampage. This article is coming in by Mark Middleton of Wrestling Inc. AEW president and CEO, and general manager and head of talent relations, talent and creative, uh, Tony Khan is determined to get his. Ruthlessness with AEW Rampage. Khan appeared on Bust and Open Radio today, and he said he's going back to his ruthless roots when it comes to this week's Rampage episode on TNT, promising it will be stacked. Last week's AEW Rampage had some competition in the form of the Ring of Honor Super Card Show and the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. The show only drew 456,000 viewers. Which is actually up a little over 7% from the previous week's show, which only drew 425,000, which was one of the lowest. Friday's AEW Rampage will be taped later on uh, after Dynamite is done. There will be more information on exactly who's going to be on that card and what's happening tonight when you watch AEW Dynamite. Whenever I see the word ruthless, I always think of ruthless aggression. And uh, I don't know. I get excited when I when I hear stuff like that because wrestling is always and for will ever be uh, synonymous with the ruthless aggression uh, era. For me, it was one of the most enjoyable ones. Uh, however, it, it's interesting because everyone has different genres and eras that they were big fans of. Let me know what your favorite genre, your era was, came to pro wrestling. Love to know. Hit me up on social media. I am at Mike, M-I-K-E, Freeland, F-R-E-L-A-N-D. This is from Ringside News. In Ringside News, great story about Pat McAfee. So, Pat McAfee says, WrestleMania match against Vince McMahon felt like a simulation. It didn't take long for Pat McAfee to become one of the biggest things in wrestling, and especially the most talked about on SmackDown On Friday nights. It's because of his solid skills on the microphone and his personality. McAfee also commented on his match against Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. McAfee faced off against Austin Theory at WrestleMania 38 night 2. McAfee impressed fans with his athleticism and his in-ring psychology. He ended up defeating Austin Theory which surprised actually a lot of fans. After the match was over Pat McAfee had an impromptu match against Vince McMahon. McAfee lost the match to Vince. But he is so grateful that he got to be a part of WrestleMania. While speaking on the Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee talked about squaring off against Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. He said it felt like a simulation. In a quote, you should have heard the stadium wherever he was, whenever he took that jacket off and started to tempt at me. Man, it was like a crazy buzz. It was rising and rising. I was like, is this it? Is this it? I sat up for a second and I looked around and I saw a 76-year-old Vince McMahon taking his shirt off. I'm like, is this the right move right now? Is this a movie? Like, this has to be a simulation. And then obviously Austin Theory attacked me from behind. Vince abuses his power and the ref what is he doing fans reacted as Vince McMahon went ahead and took Pat McAfee to the woodshed he got the three count and Vince McMahon was victorious but Pat is definitely grateful for the experience he had at Wrestlemania and is absolutely still in love with WWE all right let's go ahead to our next headline right now once again from Ringside News Eric Bischoff won't work full-time again in pro wrestling this article comes in at this hour Eric Bischoff is a pro wrestling veteran and unquestionably one of the best minds to have ever worked in the industry. He is also fully aware of pro wrestling's evolving scene. Bischoff recently discussed if he would ever work full time again in pro wrestling. Uh, Bischoff took part in WrestleMania weekend on his ad free show, super show media scrum, where he answered questions about the evolution of wrestling. According to Eric Bischoff, the product as it has evolved to fit the media culture and many other things. And at two and a half to three minutes, they got to know one another very well. Questions came back and forth. Many people were wanting to know all the different aspects that Eric brought to pro wrestling. So Eric would go on to say that he loves pro wrestling, but at this time, at this juncture in his life, he does not see himself working again full time. Bischoff will never say never, but right now he is very happy where he is right now. So Eric Bischoff looking to enjoy his podcast and his time in Montana and not jump right back into the world of pro wrestling. All right, let's go ahead and let's keep jumping here. We're going to keep the articles coming because the whole point of the Freeland Five is to give you at least uh, the five top headlines that are happening right now in the world of pro wrestling as it appears on the various wrestling websites. What's your thoughts also on the show? Hit me up on social media. Let me know if you're enjoying the Freeland Five. Love to know because I love to get everyone's take on how the show is doing. Do you feel like I give you enough information? Do you feel like you'd like more information? Always a good thing to know where we can strive to improve the product that we give out. All right. Let's go ahead and let's talk about this. Bailey has hinted at her return for SmackDown. Hmm, interesting here. So, Bailey has mentioned that she is ready and wanting to come back. Now, the Raw after WrestleMania got a few superstar returns. I'm sure SmackDown after WrestleMania will get a few more superstars as well. Bailey just tweeted out that I just woke up from my nap, kind of kind of feeling I just woke up from a long hiatus from wrestling and I'm kind of excited. Who else on the SmackDown roster is going to show up after being a long time away? May we see the return of Asuka? Now, there are many people who could still show up here, but it's interesting to see who is going to grace the blue and silver brand. Hmm. Wonder if we will see Bailey again. Are you a big Bailey fan? If you are, I would love to know what your thoughts are on Bailey. And uh, if you think that she is going to be somebody who's going to be uh, someone to be reckoned with, as she is a veteran in WWE, and she has been an amazing performer as well. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk about this. Samoa Joe, as many of uh, you guys know, Samoa Joe made his return to wrestling when he came to the Ring of Honor Supercard Show WrestleMania weekend. We will also see him tonight on AEW Dynamite. So many things are happening in the world. Some people are very excited to know what's happening next. Now, Eric Bischoff discussed Samoa Joe joining ROH and AEW in the latest episode of his 83 Weeks podcast. This is what Bischoff had to say about Joe. I love Samoa Joe as a person. He's a great guy, and I consider him a friend, an amazing performer. I'm really happy for Joe and for Tony Khan. ...that this marriage came together. It's real fun to watch it come full circle. It's kind of where Joe got started in his career in many aspects. And now he's been at the mountaintop, he's seen it all, and he's right back to where it was. Where his journey started. The story of itself is really interesting to me. It's a great backstory. I would expect a lot out of Joe. Joe is an intense guy. I don't know where he is physically or how he is with some of his injuries. But... I think he will continue working hard. I don't know whether he will or not, or how long he will continue to wrestle, or what his intensity levels may be, but he is very excited about Samoa Joe being in Ring of Honor slash AEW. Once again, I can't wait to see Samoa Joe. I know he's going to have a live microphone tonight, and I'm hoping in so many ways that we'll get to hear what led Samoa Joe to join Ring of Honor and uh, Tony Khan in AEW. All right, let's move on to another great headline. Legendary wrestler Scott Norton returns a New Japan Pro Wrestling for their Windy City Riot. As we talked about on a previous episode of the Freeland Five, uh, the Windy City Riot with New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to be happening in Chicago. Now, Scott Norton is making his return uh, to team with the Bullet Club for a 12-man tag team match then. New Japan revealed that Norton is partnering with Chris Bay, the Good Brothers, um, and El Fantasmo against the United Empire team. And they will be taking on in a 12-man match. What's your thoughts about this? Um, Scott Flesh Norton Is not only legendary in WCW for his strength and his power, but he's legendary over in Japan as well as being one of the most dominant and feared big men ever, really, in pro wrestling. A lot of people would put him up there with Brody as well. Uh, His matches with Masahiro Chono when they were in the NWO together are big as well. So many things. So many great things. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Freeland Five brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Room Material brand. Remember, each and every day we'll be bringing you the headlines that are coming across the major wrestling websites so you don't have to scour and find them. We're going to do it for you. For everybody at the MLW Radio Network and the Front Room Material brand, my name is Mike Freeland. Hope you're having a great Wednesday and enjoy Dynamite Tonight. The, the world of the world